Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Been a week this week. It's uh, another Friday night, stormy, kind of getting cold here in the great state of Ohio. So, come in the office, get my work done for today. Um, this week is a little departure, believe it or not. We're going to go not full-blown government or COVID, but of course they're involved in some way. Uh, you can't get away from it at this point in time in the country. But there's been some interesting developments this week. Uh, first of all, and, and I don't, believe me, I don't lamb it on somebody being sick. Because I want everybody not to be sick. And I'm one of those guys that, and, I, and I'll, I'll touch on it later, but I, I don't want to see anybody get sick, whether you're vaxxed or unvaxxed or whatnot, or uh, old, young, whatever. I don't, I, you know, I want everybody to live forever. If I could, <laughs> we could all be Highlanders, it'd be great. But this week, uh, Bill Clinton, ex-president Bill Clinton was uh, admitted, admitted to a hospital in California for an infection. And, you know, he's older. He's, what, 70s? And maybe early 70s, 72, 73. Which, that's no big... That's that, I mean, it's national news because he's an ex-president, but just in the hospital for an infection, you're thinking, okay, he's probably going to be all right. Uh, the, the thing that got me about this particular case was the fact that they had to throw in, it's not COVID. Uh, it's a different infection, end up being like, uh, I don't even remember, a urologist, just a urological infection, which I've had one of those recently. And I know you get them. Hey, it happens. But, you know, it's just the fact that they threw non-COVID related. And I guess everybody would be asking, is it COVID? Is it COVID? Is it COVID? But just to throw it in there, it's like it almost makes the the red pill tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist like me think well maybe you know he's vaccinated and all that stuff maybe they're trying to hide the fact that here he is a double vaccinated man over 70 that's got covid and i hope not you know i don't want anybody to have covid shit i don't care if you're vaccinated 12 times or unvaccinated i don't want anybody to have that stuff I've seen what it can do, you know, I mean, I've had it, I wasn't like in the hospital, on the vent, anything like that, but actually this week recently, uh, I hadn't seen the guy in 30 years plus, but I went to school with a, with a guy, so he was like a year older than me in school, two years older, uh, they own a business, and it went rampant in his, his uh, workplace, in his little family-owned business, and he had it for about a week and a half, and he's no longer with us. And it was it was sad because he's a he was a good guy. When I, I mean, I knew him like I said, I hadn't met him in thirty years, but I don't think the base of somebody's personality changes to the rotten to the core from being a great guy. And he was a great guy. He had they had kids left behind, grandkids, I believe, and his wife's not doing really well. Um, I think his, they said his brother had it. His brother or his uh, younger sister had it. 
kind of went through the family business and, and got a bunch of them. And, and it's like, that was a sad thing. It finally, you know, it hit home to me. Somebody I knew pretty personally, even though it's been a while, had died from COVID and COVID complications. I know COVID's not a joke. I've always, I've never said as a joke. Said it might have been overblown, and, and and it could be, or it could be as deadly as people think. Um, but you know the vaccination numbers. You know we've talked about them to nauseum. They're pretty much the same on either side of the fence you go on. But people make their choices, and unfortunately, it's bickering, bickering back and forth about whose choice is right. But anyway, I'm gonna get on with this. Uh, Bill Clinton's in the hospital with. Urological infection. Best wishes to Mr. Clinton. I mean, I don't, like I said, I, I had no desire to see anybody fall away. I'm passed away from this life. I do, I just don't have that in me as no matter how much of a conservative, hardcore, um, down the line red guy I am. So just a shout out to, the, you know, anybody that likes Bill Clinton, hey, I'm with you. Hope it gets better. Uh, other national news, like the headlines this week for celebrities was kind of busy. And before we get into some of the other stuff, we might as well stay on the, the COVID-related kind of thing. Uh, Kyrie Irving um, plays basketball, uh, NBA. I haven't watched the NBA real hardcore lately, but I know who Kyrie Irving is. A phenomenal player from what I've always seen. And plays in New York. Uh, I'm thinking he plays for Brooklyn, but he's in New York State, put it that way. Well, Kyrie made, uh, you know, he makes a lot of money to play basketball. But he made the decision that he personally made a choice. He chose not to get vaccinated. So Kyrie Irving was... Told not to, that he was not allowed to play basketball. So I guess my question would be to people that listen to this: If you made the kind of money Kyrie Irving did, and we're told you had to get vaccinated to play, and it's happened with Cole Beasley in the NFL, but it hasn't come down to you have to get it or you cannot play. Well, Kyrie Irving decided he's not getting vaccinated, and I don't know if he didn't get offered to take tests or he didn't want to take a test every day or whatever it was but he just chose not to to do it and said I'll sit out he'll stay in shape and be ready to play when and if this stuff goes away that's kind of way he position he was on and as the side I've always been on for freedom of choice I say kudos to Kyrie you know you took you're taking a big hit it's not like me getting fired from my my job because you make what I make and probably playing a half or a game of basketball what I make in a year. And you're walking away from all that for your conviction that you do not want it. It's your personal choice. And he's been getting bashed a lot. Uh, Stephen A. Smith bashed on him and then people coming on against Stephen A. Smith. If you don't know who Stephen A. is, he's an ESPN guy. Uh, him and Skip Bayless had a show for a long time and he does Max with Max Kellerman and they had the first take or whatever it is so I thought that was 
you know, it was expected, but it's like kind of shitty. Just leave the guy make his choice. If he doesn't want to play because he doesn't want to get vaccinated, he's not hurting you by not getting vaccinated. He's staying out of the game. And it's a game he loves. I'm sure it's his passion. So it's not an easy choice for him. You know, it wasn't. But maybe it was because he's like, I his conviction overrode it. And hey, like I said, kudos to Mr. Irving for that. So he was in the news this week, Dick. Another one in the news for a different subject altogether was former now Las Vegas Raiders head coach John Gruden, otherwise known as Chucky, as everybody called him over the years. Had that scowl. He was he was a hard ass, you know. And even when he was broadcasting uh, Monday Night Football for those years, he was like the exact opposite of what, say, John Madden was in the 70s. John Madden was an excitable guy, but I don't think he ever went across the line. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, John just didn't seem that way, but I could be wrong. But John Gruden was a very passionate guy to say that he didn't mind the expletives (laughs) if he was pissed you could see him on the sidelines and that's fucking bullshit this fucking stupid or he's yelling at his guys that you know i want to see some fucking passion out there i want to see some hustle and he's been quoted as many a many a time on tv shows or behind the scenes or he's mic'd up He's an emphatic guy, and he doesn't like to take a lot of shit. He argues with refs, he screams at his own players. He's got a reputation for being quite the the hardline coach, very probably hard for some people to deal with, and other people respected that he was that passionate about the game. But some some stuff came out about John Gruden this week. It was from 10 years ago. 10 years ago. He had some emails that were emails, of course. And this is what's funny because we care about his emails, but we don't care about Hillary's. We don't care about Hunter Biden's. We we care about fucking Chucky's, you know, John Gruden's fucking email. And I think calling the Goodell, he, he, he said something about Goodell about being, a, you know, he was a fucking pussy, which is true. Goodell's made this sport of NFL football softer than must melon you know it's just ridiculous how uh quarterback protective and you can't hit nobody anymore it's a flag it's a penalty it's a suspension you know all the horse shit the nfl has just been super soft and i understand they're trying to protect some players but and sometimes it gets a little you swing your arm you hit them in a quarterback in the shoulder pads they flop a little bit you get 15 yards you get a $30,000 fine. It's like, so the, the statement about Goodell he made years ago, way back when, understandable. But he also talked about a guy, I guess he was the Players Association, head of the Players Association. And he made a comment that this, the guy had lips like the Michelin Man. It looked like the Michelin Man. He had some big old lips. Now, yeah, that's a person of color. Okay, yes, a black person. He said this about. I mean, is that is that over the line? I mean, it's. I I I I don't know. I'm on the fence with. The, I mean, 
uh, everything's so damn cancel culture is just so soft, man. Nobody has any skin. It's the thinnest skin in the fucking universe right now. I don't even know if this guy's mentioned it. I don't know if they've come back and said this guy had a statement about it. I know, like, Derek Carr come out, and he has to say what he has to say. That he loves and respects his coach as, you know, a coach and as a person, but he can't respect or go along with the words that he used. That's that's a, that's a form letter statement from a guy that doesn't want to get fined by the NFL or be chastised by his fellow teammates that may agree that Gruden should have been gone and he's a piece of shit for saying a black guy had lips like the Michelin man. I mean, I just don't think... I, I mean, it's a demeaning statement, I guess, but is it a full-blown racist thing? No, I don't, I don't believe so. But in any case, he resigned. He would have been fired anyway, but he resigned. Probably never get the coach again. Won't get an announcer's job, more than likely. All because, you know, of a 10-year-old email. I don't even know why the fuck you're looking at 10-year-old emails from a football coach. And don't care about the emails that we should be cared about. That On this the, the laptop of doom, or whatever they called it, from Hunter Biden, that never got anything. It got blown under the fucking rug when he started selling his paintings and you know, he's making all this money for Burisma. Nobody cares. But John Gruden we care about. You know, John Gruden, it's kind of like the whole Gabby Patero thing. No, nobody should give a fuck. I mean, other than family and friends, nobody should give a fuck. I, I see on Facebook today where there was missing people that have been missing since August. I ain't, I ain't getting national news. There's somebody trying, some family trying to share it from Facebook but here again, you know, the, the the media and the fake news and whatever you want to call them, they spend what they want. John Gruden's a celebrity because he's a football coach. They could spin that into a story for, for weeks and memes and skits about him. And, you know, he did what he did. He probably knows he fucked up, but I wouldn't lose sleep at night, I guess, if I called somebody that had big lips with somebody and I said they look like big lip Michelin man. People say shit about me every day, I'm sure. You know, I'm a fat guy. They might say I look like I'm I've been called the Pillsbury Doughboy before. I've been called the Michelin man. I've been called the Kool-Aid guy. Yeah, you know, if I had thin fucking paper thin skin like these fucking idiots, maybe I would get offended, but it's like I'm I'm not hiding from the truth. If I had big fucking lips like a Michelin man and somebody said I had big lips like the Michelin man, I said, you right. <laughs> no, I ain't hiding. Somebody calls me a fat ass. I said, no, my ass is actually flat, but I'm a fat man. I'm a fat ass. I'm not a fat ass. I'm a fat boy. Call me a, call me a fat man. I don't even like, boy doesn't bother me, but call me fat ass. And it doesn't mean anything because I have no ass. Ask, ask my wife, ask Anybody knows me. Um, I go straight down in the back. It's all out front. It's all gut, no butt, man. So I don't take offense to shit like that because I've had it my whole entire life. I learned to get thick skin, and it's like 
I might, I'll find something. If you say something like that to me, I'll find something wrong with you because every motherfucker's got something wrong with them. Imperfection. I mean, they call his, they call this guy Gruden. They call him Chucky from the fucking Child's Play movie because that's what he looked like. Could he have got offended? Sure, he probably could, but he didn't because he's not a fucking pussy. But anyway, John Gruden, man, career's over. Uh, another guy that's career is probably teetering on the edge that I didn't talk about yet is, uh, and it, it bothered me as an ex-Ohio State coach, Urban Meyer. So Urban Meyer, what he did didn't aggravate me so much as, as a husband as it did a football coach because you, you, you're playing the Bengals on a Thursday night, you lose the game, who day, you know, because I'm a Bengals fan. But you stick around. Your team flies back to Florida and you decide to stick around in Ohio and go to a restaurant you own in Columbus. I'm sure some of the Jaguar people thought, yeah, that's kind of fucked up, but if he gave us Friday off, yeah, so what? He's taking a day off. And that might be the case. They might have all been good with the fact that he took stayed there, didn't fly back, because they were getting Friday off. And no problems. And he got caught... This girl was dancing in front of him, and he was grinding on her and stuff. And somebody, of course, you can't go anywhere without being filmed. Unless, of course, it's something major. Then all the cameras seem to disappear. Like, you know, the shooting in Las Vegas a few years ago where they didn't see a guy carrying a fucking duffel bag full of guns. Because all the cameras went out. Or Epstein's camera in his jail cell. They failed. But this camera on this phone sure didn't fail when it showed Urban Meyer grinding on a woman. That wasn't his wife. So yeah, he's getting all kind of backlash. It doesn't hurt that he's 0-5. If the Jaguars were 5-0, and that probably would have gotten no play at all. But, you know, he's not ready for prime time. That's just a fact. He needed, he needed to stay in college or stay in the booth. And he made a bigger mistake now. And if they don't win the next four fucking five games in a row, I'm already surprised he ain't fired now just for that conduct. But he's on the hot seat. He's the hottest seat in the NFL. has got to be. I mean, the, the Jets guy, they love his energy. He's won a game. The Detroit Lions have been in every game they've played. Jacksonville's been in a couple, but Lions show more heart. And their coach is getting more praise. Urban Myers made some stupid calls. And that was a stupid mistake in his, in his bar, nightclub, restaurant, whatever the fuck it is. So Urban Meyer was in the news. So there you got a couple football guys that were in the news this week. And not for the good things. Uh, while we're staying in the celebrity realm on this one. So um, let's go to Dave Chappelle. Now, Dave, most people know Dave Chappelle is a black comic, actually from Yellow Springs, Ohio, and he's pretty big at one time. He was uh, had his own show, Comedy Central, does stand up. A few years ago, he decided to go off the grid, you know, and he moved to Africa, he moved to actual Africa, and stayed there for a few years, you know. And then he, now he's back. Anyway, whatever he's soul-searching mission he was on, he's back. And he's back to doing stand-up, and he's a funny guy. 
and he's a very liberal guy in Yellow Springs. If you've ever heard of Yellow Springs, Ohio, it is definitely uh, Hippieville. It's definitely liberal. Um, you know, like my wife loves it there. She loves to go for the tie-dye stuff. Uh, my kid loves it there. She wants to move there. My my youngest daughter does, and and I I didn't mind this town. I've been there a few times. Um, I wouldn't fit real good as a conservative, but still, I mean, it's not. It's a nice little community. Um, low crime. Everybody kind of peace and love. You know, Chappelle's in that realm. I don't. He doesn't come out with the real angry post and shit. He speaks his mind though. He definitely speaks his mind. And he did a special not too long ago where it talked about transgender and all he did was speak his mind and he's kind of along the same lines as me is uh, I don't tell anybody what to do with their life I don't quite understand the whole transgender realm I don't believe in using the pronouns uh, to appease people I mean I think you're not going to change the language because you choose to do something that is out of the norm but that's just me and I didn't watch the special. I just seen some clips. Uh, YouTube, I believe, is where I saw these. And he was just talking about transgender, about not hating on it. You know, I mean, he he just wasn't a fan. He's not a pro-trans guy. But he's not anti-trans. He just, he's in the middle of the road, I, from what I took. Maybe I'm wrong. If somebody knows, correct me. If he was crashing and bashing on him, okay, he's going to get a little heat for that. And if you're over the top four transgender, you're going to get a little heat from the conservative side. It's just depends on what side of the aisle you're on, what exactly you say, how you come across, how you say it. Chappelle's a funny guy. I don't know. I think he was trying, you know, he was a little too much in the serious mode. And he's been doing that lately. He's, he's straight talker. And I don't agree with a lot of what Dave Chappelle says because, he, you know, we're different spectrums, of course. But I respect the guy. For, for, and there's a lot of people like that. People think I'm just this red-wing asshole or right-wing red-pill asshole that thinks right down the line conservative and that's it. No, I'm very open-minded. I listen to a lot of arguments. I just have my own opinions. I don't agree with you. It doesn't make it the end of the world. And I think that way about Chappelle. Uh, he's funny. I like it when he's funny and I like it when he's serious. He makes some sense and he makes some... Stuff I just shake my head and say, I can't get on board with that. That's what makes, at least it did, makes this country great. That you can have differences of opinion and you can share them. Without wanting to wish death on each other like we seem to do nowadays. I mean, you just speak your mind. I don't have to like your liberal agenda. You don't have to like my conservative asshole self. But we should be able to make it work. And he's taken a lot of flack that this week, I guess, for the transgender comments. So I'm supporting Dave Chappelle at the moment until I hear exactly what it was. If and if it's, I can't, I can't say I would even be upset if it was bashing transgender. But I don't think it was. I think it was just his. He doesn't get on board with it. So be it. He's a he's one man entitled to his opinion. At least should be entitled to his own opinion. Without getting a bunch of flack from the fucking, you know, do-gooders that have to have everything their way. It's it should be a, a simple freedom of choice to choose how you feel. 
it shouldn't bother anybody else how you or your opinions are. I mean, you're not physically hurting somebody or continuously verbally abusing them or bullying them. It shouldn't fucking matter. It shouldn't be made into a big giant molehill. You know, mountain, or I should say, out of a molehill. And so I'm going to try to watch the Chappelle thing, but I just happened to see a clip Somebody talking about Chappelle today, so I thought I'd bring it up. So I was kind of hitting on the celebrity side of things today for this for this particular podcast. Now, the last uh, celebrity, I guess you would call it, uh, there was, um, I don't want to get into the one because you know, the Joe Rogan CNN doctor guy. I'll talk about that at a different time because I want to get into this last uh somewhat of a celebrity i mean it's uh a superhero so it's comic book so the latest comic book featuring superman they're going to bring superman out as a bisexual man and i have no if ands or cares about bisexual people be bisexual if, if that's what makes you happy Bisexuality has nothing in it, and I'm not an overly biblical person that says it's a sin, it's an abomination, uh, and uh, I could get into a whole podcast about my biblical feelings and religion, but I'm just going to say I'm neutral about it. I don't care if you're gay, lesbian, bisexual, whatever. I've said that a million times on different podcasts. I just don't know why we got to go there with that. I mean, Superman has always been a superhero, a comic book, and he's always had this persona of what he is. He's a dorky guy that changes into, you know, the superhero. Supposedly nobody could tell. He takes his glasses off. and You know, it's far-fetched. And I also heard, and, and like I, I didn't read the whole, I didn't read the article, I just seen the, the, the headline. And I heard people talking about it, but somebody said it supposedly is is not Clark Kent, it's his son John, and it's just a spinoff of that, and, you know, the guy that writes the comics wanted to do it, and there's no if ands, or buts that he should be allowed to do that. My question has always just been why. It's just like, you, you watch TV commercials nowadays, and they have to have so many commercials that feature gay parents on it as opposed to the old school now you're seeing a lot where it's got to be a black couple and a white black and white mixed or asian and black or i mean they're going out of their way to diversify everything and that's not a horrible thing but just i don't some of it i don't understand like i remember the karate kid movie years ago you know you had karate kid one karate kid two then you had Karate Kid 3, which was Hilary Swank. And then the, there was a girl instead of a boy. Okay, that's fair enough. There's a different storyline, at least. A little bit. Well, then they remade the Karate Kid. They just changed Pat Morita's character to Jackie Chan. And they changed Ralph uh, Macchio's character to Jaden Smith. And then all of a sudden, it, because it had to be a black character. And... That's the way media and TV and stuff's been going. It's like, if I put out a show called Whitish, 
Would I not get called every name in the book a racist, white supremacist, piece of shit, Klansman, everything else? But there's a show called Blackish, and nobody bats an eye about that. I mean, then there's been full blown black TV shows for a long time, and nobody cared. I didn't care. I used to watch Family Matters. I watched A Different World. I watched, I even watched Pudding Pop Man's show back when I was younger. You know, the Cosby Show. Sanford and Son, fucking good times. I watched all that stuff. I mean, I didn't care about race. It's it's being forced down my throat now that it's like, that I noticed this shit even. That it's like, you, you're so unoriginal in Hollywood that you can't think of a new story. So you take an old story and you put different colored people in it. To try to go to a different eye, I don't understand. That's just, and, and I don't want to get off on that tangent. I just thought it was strange. Bisexual Superman. Not saying it's uh, the end of the world. I just thought it was very strange. Um, maybe I'm overlooking it, but you know, and it's uh, it's just been an off week in Hollywood, you know, and Celebrityville. It's not been. Great for some of these people, but it took some of the took some of the attention away from Piss Pants and Peppermint Patty and the rest of the clown clown world there. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about uh, some of that stuff in my next podcast because even the ones that think I'm a cult Trumpist, cult Trumpist, Trump cultist. <laughs> You might have to check out the next video, the one called, I'm going to call, or the next podcast called Divided States of America. It will be talking about that stuff and along with some other stuff. But for now, I will let you all be on your merry way. So until next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Another episode of the Zero Hours.